Live at 5, AM 1240 WATN presents Live at 5 with Glenn Curry. Sponsored by Herringer's Contracting, the roof people who call you back. This is Live at 5 with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This will I Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a pothead This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Never Live at Five. Yeah, what, uh, what typically we try to make into a, a lighthearted uh, a, a Live at Five show on Fridays and Fridays only. That's not the case today. Uh, and because we, you know, there was a session at City Hall and we have someone here to tell uh, more about it in person. Because I thought Mayor Jeff Smith would be the best means of doing that. Uh, it just happened a couple of hours ago. Jeff and his uh, went from being mayor, wearing a suit and tie, I think he was. Uh, now he's in his clothes like he's in the ROTC, uh, which is good, which is a good thing, by the way. Um, but uh, without further delay, I know someone's on the phone. I have an assumption on who it is, but uh, there was a special session called, am I saying that right, Jeff, Mayor Jeff Smith? Special meeting called but, for by uh, Councilman Ruggiero. And that happened just hours ago. So I, yeah. I thought it was scheduled at one, but regardless, it started three. at 3 o'clock. And uh, a couple of people uh, brought it to my attention. And, uh, you know, again, I just, I, I just thought today would just be another regular show. But quite honestly, this, this is a huge revelation. I, I think this is probably—listen, I've been in city government now almost 16 years, and I'd say this is probably one of the biggest stories out there. That's why I called you Neville Chamberlain, and the reason why is because you were holding up a particular document when I saw the image on my phone, and I said, boy, this is very reminiscent of that. And just elaborate, if you could, what what you were holding, and then we'll get into the background of all this. Well, there's a a couple of documents. One was a response from Harris Beach and our attorney, Todd Ballard, to uh, Mike Young, uh, which uh, Mike Young had responded to a letter of inquiry. I I put out there to try to explain the information in, in the document you're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, which was uh, a deed restriction. And if everybody recalls the golf course, you know, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Um, the golf course deal where everybody thought at the last minute when we found out from court uh, that the city, th- that there was an $850,000 deed restriction for closing off nine holes. Well, well the document that, that I've got, it clearly states that it was actually $1.7 million was the deed restriction. That was, if you remember, $3.4 million, that's exactly half that's the half. amount. 1.7 times 2 is yeah. $3.4 million. So, so based on that, um, and, and attorney Mike Young confirmed it in a letter to me. He just, he didn't say, he said, it may or may not have been executed. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's a nice dance, but uh, did talk about, did say that the city got the document accidentally. And uh, 
That means uh, Mr. Sameo got $1.7 million of your tax money. That's, that's yeah. okay. Um, so at the end, it doesn't change the overall price. But, uh, you know, again, I, I'm just perplexed on a, on several major things here. If, if in the case, if I'm selling something and I do a halfway deal on this restriction, this deed restriction for another golf course unrelated to mine, uh, people often ask the question why, at one point I believe we thought it was 75, 750, then it was 850. And so that question lingered, why is that happening? It was accepted, but now people are going to bring up back that question again because why would someone selling something to anyone, regardless if it's a city or any municipality, would agree to sell their entity and give half of that to someone else in this deed restriction yeah. deal? Well, that, it, that seems it, very odd. You know, let's look at, and I'll, I'll talk about the most recent facts, but so in court, a representation was made to the court, and I only know that because Councilman Ruggiero asked for a transcript from the court documents, which uh, Judge McCluskey uh, and uh, Mr. Young confirms that the deed restriction was eight hundred and fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Well, I, I don't know, but this deed restriction document looks like a closing document to me. It was sent to the city in closing document files. Right, says one point seven million. Mm-hmm. So that's different. Mm-hmm. I, I only know what I, I see factually. Right. I, there's a closing document between Lundy and Sameo for $1.7 million. Mm-hmm. It was represented in court at eight fifty. dollars Somebody's going to have to answer that question, number one. Right. But if we go back, and you mentioned earlier, right. let's, let's just talk about the very beginning in this, and let's talk on factual information, which I'll be more than happy to give anybody that wants it, the emails and the data to back it up. In January, I believe it was in January of 2021, Phil Sameo sent an email to Mike Lundy and copied the city council outlining a deal where one golf course would be 18 holes, another golf course would be nine holes, and there's where the original deed restriction came, and the cash value of that deed restriction was $675,000. That was in January of 2021. Nothing happened. We fast forward to August, a little over a year ago. Right. August of 2022, Phil Sameo sends an email. I've got all the emails to the city arranging a meeting. He was he was a part of it. He was he was making uh, this deal up and uh, wanting the city and Mike Lundy there. And he had a quote uh, a resolution to Golfgate. And this is where this deal uh, came from. In fact, I wasn't at that meeting, but those that were at the meeting said PJ was the point person for Lundy and him. Go forward, you have this deed restriction where he gets money out of the deal. Mm -hmm. And in fact, in part of the deal, Mike Lundy says, I'm going to present to the city a deed restriction, which is part of the deal, which him and Phil Samayer are part of the they're they're partners in this deal. Right. And then the court case comes and we find out that there was a deed restriction of eight hundred and fifty thousand. But documents got sent to the city accidentally. Accidentally. Accidentally, which says no, it was really one point seven million. Mm-hmm. Then there was an appraisal on the property. And, and and this property and these two developers talked about this property just a couple years before this, back in twenty seventeen. And they had a price range on this of somewhere around five hundred and fifty to six hundred and fifty thousand dollars plus or minus a little bit. But that's what they said the value of this property was. Mm. 
The appraiser out of Syracuse appraised it, and it was around $590,000. And the appraiser said the deed restriction really has no value. Mm -hmm. If anything, it has a negative value. Why? You put it in in the appraisal. Because you're giving money to somebody to improve their golf course to compete against you. Mm-hmm. And he also said that these, you know, kind of releasing people from lawsuits was had no value either. Mm-hmm. You don't, it's not part of the appraisal process. Mm-hmm. So what, what triggered, uh, uh, apparently, Harris Beach got this document in the end of May of this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the stuff that was going on with That's counsel, where Attorney Bullard is from, Harris yep, Beach. Harris Beach. Attorney Bullard got this document. And uh, most recently, uh, uh, within the last three to four weeks, when uh, Phil Simeo made this allegation against Harris Beach of drawing up this document, this deed restriction, it was in the paper. Go back and look at the news article. Blaming Harris Beach and wanting the city to fix it. This was Phil Simeo. And it triggered Mr. Bullard's memory of saying, look, I got this document. I need to give this to the city. He presented it to me. I immediately said, we need to give this to the city council. We gave it to the city council. Lo and behold, after that meeting, all of a sudden, we know what happened with Mr. Olney saying he didn't like the advice and he went on social media and he went to the newspaper and all that and said he he didn't think that uh, Harris Beach gave good advice and wants to get rid of him. Hmm. So, and particularly one attorney. So, Today's meeting called for by Council Majero, which I suspected I sent an email a couple days ago saying, look, you're saying this is for proposed pending or, or uh, uh, current litigation. If it's not on that topic, we have to report out. That's protocol. That's, that's, that's the law. It's open meetings law. You have to go in for a specific reason. And if you don't go in or you don't talk about those reasons, you have to report that information out. And... I before the meeting today, I, I reminded them if it wasn't for this topic, uh, proposed pending or current litigation, we would report out. As I suspected, uh, that that's what happened. And I suspected that Councilman only would attack uh, Mr. Bullard and 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 just do his classic what he does publicly, and he did. And so this information, the whole executive session, which was. Not about what we went in there for or what the special meeting was for. Right. It was to talk about these documents. Mm-hmm. And in fact, Councilwoman Ruggiero said she had called Mr. Ye- I think Young or Lundy, one of them, yesterday mm-hmm. and talked about this. Right. Like, and that's in, in it, Europe, that's I, I, against I, the I rules did, as well. Look, I, mm-hmm. if somebody has a case against the city or is saying they're going to bring a case, which she said, well, he threatened to sue the city. Right. Like, well, why are you calling him and talking to him? Who, who are you representing? Right, right. Whose side are you on? Right. That, it, that's something we've heard before from Attorney Bullard. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it, it's just, it, it's, it, it's it, you can't make this stuff up. But, you know, it, it clear is, is that certain individuals on council don't want the public to know this stuff. Right. Yeah, mean, that's the big baffling let's go, thing let's here. Go, let's go back to how fast this deal was done. I mean... Not my statements. Again, go back to the meetings in December, ladies and gentlemen. Don't I'm telling you, don't believe me. Go listen for yourself. Councilwoman Ruggiero said 
She looked at every financial aspect or every aspect, I'm paraphrasing, of this deal, and she was satisfied and happy with it. And what did she do? She signed a non-disclosure agreement. They all did. I didn't sign well, one. Well, no. Well, the, 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 but why would you do that? You're mm-hmm. supposed to be representing the public, the taxpayer. They should know where their money is going. Then what happened after that? We had a special meeting where they voted to not allow privilege of the floor. In fact, again tonight, this was a special meeting. I allowed privilege of the floor. I, I They argued that it was didn't you know this wasn't the rules and I reminded them and I reminded Councilwoman Ruggiero back I think it was in 2016 or 2018 when she was on the council there was a special meeting about the court complex at that special meeting Mayor Butler allowed privilege of the floor she was a member of the council she did not object to special the privilege of the floor and actually somebody spoke hmm. so at the at the golf course one, they objected. They overruled. They voted to not allow the public to speak. Ironically, tonight she voted, in, even though she spoke against it, she voted in favor of allowing the people to speak. Now, well, nobody was there to speak, but right. you just got to scratch your head. I guess there's a lot of, uh, by the way, for the record, we can. Uh, these are on, uh, uh, check that, steveweed.com, steveweedproductions.com. I have both links. Someone sent them to me. One's longer than the other. But that's when you're holding up this document. And that's when you said this earlier, um, you know, Jeff got here like five, ten minutes before the show started. Uh, this alludes to why there was that, that I guess, unsettling uh, discussion between both Councilman Cliff Only and Attorney Bullard. Uh, th- does this add up? And if you were to go backwards in a maze, you could find out where all this started. Does this add up to you now, well, Mayor Jeff Smith? It, to me, it does. I mean, it, it is clear there was a change in councilman only once this was presented to the city council. Uh, I, th- I think it was again just three weeks ago, right? Um, and it, that this this deed restriction document. It was after that that executive session material was leaked, and it was after that that councilman only went to the press. And said he wasn't happy with the attorney. Bullard. The attorney yeah. wasn't happy with the uh, uh, decisions he was getting. In fact, he went out there and lied to the public and said attorney Bullard was brought in by to represent me by for for me. Hmm. The rea- ladies and gentlemen, here are the facts. It happened in January of this year. Mm-hmm. Actually, Harris Beach was recommended to the city council by Councilwoman Ruggiero hmm. in January of this year. The city council, including councilman only, who made the statement that was brought in to represent me and not him, right. the vote was five to zero in favor of Harris Beach. Hmm. So that's con- yeah, yeah. So uh, again, he says one thing to the public, yeah. So yeah, but and, and you saw at the last meeting how councilman only attacked the attorney. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's just mm-hmm. unprofessional, not becoming. It's embarrassment to the city. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I'm going to be posting these on, on my Facebook page tonight, my mayor Facebook page. But I, I think what is telling and outlines everything. Uh, let me back up a little bit. So once we found out this information uh, and, and it was presented to the city council, the council uh, agreed, except for one person, uh, four to one to have a letter of inquiry. That letter of inquiry is not protected. Um, there's not an official vote. Uh, but four people wanted to do it. One person didn't. 
to send a letter of inquiry to Mr. Sameo and Mr. Lundy to try to clear up this deed restriction document. Mm -hmm. We invited him to city council. I sent the letter under my letterhead mm -hmm. to those two gentlemen, sent it via FedEx, and I, I sent it, uh, um, uh, I think it was email we sent it. Okay. Um, Phil Sameo's attorney responded the, the day of the, uh, the city council meeting, one paragraph, my client's not going. Hmm. Got an email from... Um, Lundy's attorney. Mike Lundy's attorney, Mike Young. Uh, that email was, I think it was September 4th, and in part, there was two parts of that email. There was a September 25th, or excuse me, an August 25th email and a September 1st email. The irony is the August 25th email from Mike Young... Mm -hmm. Referenced executive session material hmm. about subpoena and people to get these documents. Hmm. Now, how did he get that? Hmm. Was he watching Steve Weed? Or was no. <laughs> I mean, it was executive session. He okay, referenced sorry. it. Gotcha. So that's, that's in, in, in those emails, he authenticates that this is a true document. Hmm. He says it was sent by mistake to the city attorney. Incredible. He's, wow. And I'll say this. He goes on to say... It may or may not have been executed. Well, mm. come on. So p this is what you're going to hear. You're going to hear the other side. We'll say it's an unsigned Unsigned. I wanted to ask you yeah. that. Is so, that was alleged today that this deed that you have in front so, of you, despite the fact that it spells out $1.7 million, which is half the entire sale price, and it's, that this was never signed. And it's, it says it's for December of 2022. There's, there's, there's And remember, as going, going back to that time, yeah. they wanted it done before the yeah. end of the year. End of the year. So... Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you that have bought a car, bought a house, right. you go to a closing. All of the negotiations have already been done. All of the documents have been exchanged between attorneys. Mm -hmm. You show up at closing, and what do you do? Right. You sign the closing right, documents. Right, right. And you, well, you read it first. Yeah, and then you read you, it, but you, you already know what's done it. Right. This, you're going to hear, well, that was part of negotiations. Somebody doesn't do a detailed document like this as, quote, part of the negotiations mm -hmm. where... Half of the negotiation, half of the sale is going yeah. to one other person. Let me just ask you real quick before we go to the yeah. phones. Okay, why would any member involved in this? Let's look at city council first because there's so many moving parts here. Why at this point, do you think that there's some type of conspiracy not to withdraw? Is, is this upsetting members of council that this has been revealed and why? Uh, to me, it's clear that two members of council do not want this out. Uh, there's... Uh, some members of council that want to want this buried, don't want this talked about, don't want the public to know about it. it. But that's been consistent throughout this process. If you stop and think about it, the first meeting last year was on August 31st of 2022. It was presented to the council a week or two later. They wanted a resolution in November, and they were voting on it in December. Mm -hmm. A $3.4 million deal. They didn't want to get an appraisal. They didn't even go, they didn't have inspections of buildings or anything. What do we find out afterwards? Remember uh, Councilman Only's big thing, nothing burger? Right, right, Just right. a couple of junction box covers? Right, 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 in the basement. 60 plus grand. Right, right, Pretty right. expensive, expensive nothing burger. Right. But here's the sad part. This is the part that bothers me to my core. These are taxpayer dollars. This is money the community overspent for a golf course. Mm -hmm. This is money that could have been used in the future for more infrastructure improvement. It could have been used for clean water. It could have been used to offset future taxes. Now, let me remind you where they got the money for this. 
So when we got the ARPA funds, we were able to use ARPA funds for other projects, and we set aside money in a capital reserve account for future councils. Mm -hmm. So when the money wasn't there and they needed to buy a dump truck, they needed to buy a fire truck, a police car, they needed to buy equipment, that's what always the capital reserve money has been used for. Right. We put money in there. I think I can't remember if it was four or five million, but it was significant. Sure. They took the three point four million dollars out of the capital reserve account. Mm -hmm. It's not an illegal transfer. Right. I'm not accusing, but it's never been used for buying a golf course or land. Right, right. It's always been intended to use to buy equipment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that what's that mean in the future? It doesn't mm -hmm. affect them now. Right. But this is down the road sure. when they need equipment where they could have relied on that extra 3.4 million that they took out of right. it's gone you're not even talking about the national grid contract either which no. is looming as well so that's, that's looming the, also that's well that's huge and everyone's been talking about that for over 10 years now all right so uh, can we open up the phone lines yeah yeah, yeah all right yeah. because people have been wanting to get on i'm going to be brief with people just to let everyone know because i believe based on this particular revelation today that happened at three o'clock at city hall that we should and will get a decent amount of phone calls. So let's take the first one right now. Hi, you're on the air. Do you have a question for the mayor? Uh, I won't be long, yeah. Glenn. Mayor no. Smith? Yes. Are you saying there was under the table uh, money exchanged on this deal? Well, no. no, I'm not saying that. that. I, I'm, or am I wrong? No, no I'm not, I, I, I don't know if it was under the table, over the table, but I do know that it was represented in court that there was a deed restriction that had a value of $850,000. I'm also saying that there was a closing document sent to the city by accident that said that that deed restriction was $1.7 million, and that went to Phil Sameo so and his company. So you're saying Mr. Sameo got $1.7 million? That's what I'm saying, Did you know which is Mr. exactly Sameo half of the deal. Go ahead. Did you know he was involved in this deal? He's been involved from the very beginning. So the others, there's Did you know that? Well, of course yeah, he did. Yeah, I, I just went through the whole Why? outline. That's yeah. my question. Yeah. I can't get it. This is a golf course that hasn't been open in three years. Yeah, no, his golf this course, golf yeah, three or four years. Yeah. Close when this deal was caught. And uh, Mr. Lundy's, I think Mr. Lundy took the city for a ride here. He's getting a free pass on the heat here. I don't know I don't there. know why Mike would go for that deal if he if he's selling his golf course and he's agreed to give got, up half to someone else. Well, he based got on $1.7 million. He just yeah, bought it a couple years ago. Well, no, I get her. that. But so he still own. made a good amount of money. Yeah, yeah. Still I mean, he turned around and he, he, tur okay, he made about a $300,000. in the city of Watertown. Thanks a lot, Glenn. All right, thank, thank you, you, my friend. I mean, Mr. Lundy, with all due respect, he, he turned around, he had a golf course, he put some money into he it. He did, he did. And he, he probably made three-quarters of a million dollars. Or, yeah, three-quarters of a million dollars, and, and he got rid of a headache. Right, right. So, you know. But why subject yourself to beyond that? Because, you know, if I'm making a deal and I'm making a hefty profit on it. It's kind of like Watergate. Yeah, Let's yeah. look at Watergate. Yeah, yeah. They didn't expect to get caught or anybody to say anything in Watergate, right? Right, right, right. And, well, yeah, no one gets, so, expects to get yeah. caught at anything. So they so, didn't they didn't expect somebody to accidentally send the city a closing document that said that Phil Smith got one point seven million. We've got to delve into that. You're talking about our own version of Watergate, where something was secretly sent. Explain that. It wasn't secret. It was accidentally well, okay, sent. Okay, how yeah. did that happen? Well, closing documents were sent to the city, right? Which is. Which is standard, you know. What I talked about before, yeah. when you go to a closing, right. this was a closing document. Right, right. It's just it was the wrong party. Right. <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't you think that the, the city would have gotten that legally anyway? Or why would that be well, accidental? Should, I don't get they, that. They, well, here's, the, here's my whole point. And this is the whole point about the appraisal and all of that. The, the, they didn't want people to know. 
That's they incredible. didn't want him to know the value of the property. This is just common sense, I think. They wanted to rush this through. They didn't even want the public to speak out against this. Well, they got they they had people on their side, willing executioners and city council to do that yeah, for them. So, so is that collusion? Is that collusion in your in your opinion? I'll leave that to the the voters to decide. We can't talk to Attorney Bullard about that. By the way, he he was well, he was he was here for the tail end of it. Really, Bullard kind of walked in on all this, but he's, if if I might say so, has he revealed more than any other attorney would have? Uh, it, it was his. No, I, 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 look, I, I just think that. Uh, and, and the question of is Attorney Bullard going to be. Is his contract going to be terminated this Monday? Well, I, I guess you'll see. I, I mean, I don't. It's up for vote, but it's it's interesting. Here, here's the other irony. So there has been the the contract has been put on the agenda, mm-hmm. and you already heard Councilman only talk about this a couple weeks ago after this document was presented. How he didn't want him, he didn't like his advice. Right, right, right. You know, right. all of a sudden now, right. Councilman only, in addition to all of his other. Acumens. He's right. an attorney, right? And I don't know what state he's been admitted to practice law in, but mm. ask him and he'll tell you. <laughs> he's, he's an attorney. <laughs> so, it, it, you know, it was after that that all of this stuff, you know, the attacks happened. But going to my point, here's the interesting part. Yeah, Craig Fox from the Watertown Daily Times reported a story. It's a story in the Times today. Go online mm-hmm. and says. Three members are expected to vote for the, the firm out of Syracuse. And he names the three members as Hickey, Only, and Ruggiero. Mm. How does he know that? Mm. Inside info. It's got to. Right? I, well, it's speculation, of course, but you know, you're asking the question. So he's I reporting give you it. Yeah. He got it from somebody. Right, 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 right. right. There, so here, you, you want to talk about polluting. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about... Um, Bias right. in a process, a, a RFP process, a procurement process where you're looking for firms or it could be engineering firms or it could be anything. Right. You've got one council member, councilman only, that is over the top against this individual. Mm-hmm. Now, you tell me why. I don't know. Uh, over the top against him because he doesn't agree with him and the individual is trying to protect the city. Mm-hmm. Right. Wanting to get rid of him. And we saw that happen at the city council meeting. I believe it was back in May. You, you've I can't seen, believe it was that long ago. You just saw yeah. it a week and, ago. And it, well, it happened again, yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, I mean, that said, councilman only was more timid. Was it that last Monday or whatever? And because Well, attorney, before this document came out, he was kind of quieted down a little bit right, for a right, couple right. of weeks. Right, but, right, right. But, he, but Once this document came out, boy... He, he lost it again? Is that what you're saying? Because uh, the gig is up, so to speak? Look at the meetings. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm referring to the most, and maybe I'm getting them confused, but Attorney Bullard was, was not drilling him, but giving him a lot of questions. And you know how Councilman Olin is. He goes into the weeds and gets distracted and so forth. But that, at that point, it, it's, it seemed uncomfortable. Do you agree with that? Or is that part of, you know, is, is that a good observation or not? Johnny yeah. Spisano's here. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good observation. That's, I mean, it's, it's out there for the public to look at. And, and by the way, those two segments are available now on uh, uh, steveweedproductions.com. Yep. i got to do a break in a bit, but let, let, let's take this call. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn, just real quick. Yeah, ordinance uh, guy. I hope the city council understands that the city fire department union uses Bon Shattuck and King as their representation. Yeah, like Jim Levin. Didn't know that. Hmm. It, yes. 
Okay. Huh? okay. How is that relevant? I'm sorry. Well, I'm, they maybe, can't represent the city if, against, if, if the city's against them. Be oh, okay, gotcha. As their city attorney, right. and the union's going to be using them as their That'd be a attorney. conflict. Okay, all right. Isn't that yeah. a conflict of yeah. interest? Yeah. yeah. All right, gotcha. All right, Perfect. well, thanks, thanks, thanks for thank bringing you. that up. All right, great. All right, listen, i got to do a break. Yeah. All right, let's do a break. You know how this is. we got to do a break. we got to pay Jim Levin. And uh, we'll what be talking about. Oh, well, oh, by the way, just for the record. L.A. Quarry and Woodruff. Yeah. What a ton of appliance, of course. Our friend at L.A. Quarry and Butel Metal Recycle. Here's the other thing. And uh, Widrick's. Uh, 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 no, Widrick is taking a, a rest because he's, right. he's tired of the politics. Okay. Now, uh, but I just want to say this. The one other thing that Cliff Only, uh, Councilman Cliff Only, uh, brought to everyone's attention the other day is he says uh, you have aged in three years. Jeff, you haven't aged at all. You're still, and, and that was an unfair picture. They must have t- taken a picture of you after you got off a bus in a rainstorm or something. <laughs> but I thought that was, really was I brought whatever. it up the other day. I, I thought it was care. unfair. It was unfair. Hey. Yeah. Doing another Iron Man though next summer. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, listen. I got to do. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> let's do a break. We'll be back right after this. Back to school season, and it's time to find metal into cash. Call three one five seven eight eight four zero eight zero. Back. Jeez, that quick. That's fast. I, I look. Well, no, I looked up. I like. I got All right. Uh, anyway, we're here uh, once again with uh, Mayor Jeff Smith. His uh, final final months. You know what? This is like your nine eleven. Just like Mayor Giuliani, he was on his way out at that point. Was he? Yeah, he was. It was uh, September two thousand one. So, and, and no, no one got hurt here. Although it's it's it seems like a lot of people are going to question this. Uh, but uh, if you're just tuning in, Mayor Jeff Smith had a special s- session today. I didn't call for that. Uh, but you didn't. Call, did. A councilwoman Ruggiero did. Um, but it's it's almost like it, I don't know. There's so many questions that we can ar- raise here. But at the same time, we, we you know, um, as one as a talk show host, I got to be careful to uh, over or under speculate here and just present what happened because this is a city issue, and the, of, everybody knows that the city has purchased a uh, a golf course earlier this year, and that you know the the average person on the streets of Watertown uh, had the understanding that this was a two way deal where one developer, one seller, uh, happened to be a developer, obviously, with his own golf course, would get 850000 out of a deal for $3.4 million. A lot of people said that was a lot of money. It was way over market value, way over the assessment. A lot of people said, where was the appraisal? Of course, uh, Councilwoman uh, Ruggiero got a lot of uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, attention for that alone because she's a realtor, she's a broker, she should know better, and now, of course, she's running for city uh, a mayor. Uh, but she calls this, this meeting together Almost in a panic because she knew that this wasn't going to make look good. Well, I, I think that there's clearly people didn't want these documents to come out, and, and, and this is just really a, another sort of nail in the coffin, home run, whatever you want to call it, to tell the public, yep, this is how much overpriced the golf course was. Hmm. In fact, like I said, the, the firm out of Syracuse that you know did the appraisal said the deed restriction had no value. Hmm. If anything, it had a negative value uh, because you're giving money to a competitor. So why, but all of that stuff should have been done up front. The public should have known where's the money going? What are we paying for? Right. And again, why was any money paid to another golf course mm-hmm. that's been closed for three years, four years now? Why, why do you pay that? I, I, well, I, and I think if you want to buy a golf course, negotiate the price on the golf course. So, but it keeps on coming back to okay. There's a lot of people right now. So, what does it matter? We paid three point four million. Who? What does it matter? Who gets the money? What do you say to that person who says something like well, that? These are public monies, and somebody 
unjustly got enriched. And, you know, it's like saying, you know, I'm going to sell you a police car. It really cost $70,000. But guess what? You're going to use government dollars. You're going to use taxpayer money. And for that $70,000 car, you're going to pay three or four times the amount it's worth. Mm -hmm. And we're going to divide it amongst two players. Yeah. Right. They came up with this whole idea and scheme. Right, 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 right. I don't know the legalities of that, mm. but I think if the EAG starts looking at this stuff, they're going to be like, "Wait a second, mm. there's problems here." Does it? Get- and I go back. Look, I'm yeah. just I'm a lay person. I'm not an attorney like Cliff only. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just being facetious. Yeah. But what really I would think would you know look, attorneys are officers of the court, and if you look at Attorney Bullard's letter, they have a duty. An ethical duty. Right, he says uh, he says that to clearly. Give, yeah, yeah, to give information uh, that even if it's accidentally given to them, it was presented to Judge McCluskey in court that there was a deed restriction that was a value of eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Right, right. That's not what this document says. Now, I'm not making accusations. I'm just saying mm-hmm. the transcript from the court says $850,000 was a deed restriction. Mm -hmm. This closing document sent to the city accidentally says Mm. $1.7 million. Mm. Mike Lundy, or excuse me, Mike Young, Mike Lundy's attorney. And where's he out of? Where's Mike Young? Because there was a Mike Young attorney out of Lewis County. That's him. That's him. Yeah, yeah. He was the DA down there. Yeah, that's him. Okay, gotcha. So he sent a response to my letter of inquiry authenticating that this document is a real document Mm -hmm. but he goes on to say it wasn't signed and it may or may not have been executed now look Mm. if if something wasn't executed why don't you just come out and say right not executed right 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 you can't be half pregnant i mean you're pregnant (laughs) or not yeah Yeah, right was it executed or not right exactly and what was presented to the court was that truthful or not was there a different document why i mean stop and think if the if the attorney general comes out and starts looking at stuff yeah and they start doing a forensic audit right They'll look at people's computers and say, well, when was this document saved? Mm-hmm. So somebody goes back and tries to change it. Right. They're going to come up and say, well, wait, it was just saved once this stuff hit the public. Right, right, right. Well, that's the yeah, that's obviously This is what gonna, people yeah. don't. This yeah. is people try to cover things. And I'm not suggesting that. Right. I'm not saying that happened. Well, I mean, it, I'm just saying I think that. the average person could say that there was something definitely wrong all, with all that. All I know yeah. is on the transcript from the court right. that Councilwoman Rogero asked for. Mm-hmm. It was represented to the court that the deed restriction was 850000 This document says opposite. says that Phil Simeo got $1.7 million, which just happens to be half of the $3.4 million deal. Walk us through, because on the video today from Steve Wee Productions, yeah. there was somewhat of a, a, a hostile, I'm not saying a, a horrible invite, but there was some yelling today from Councilwoman uh, 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 Ruggiero. Explain what happened there. Well, uh, again, today. Uh, I, uh, you know, so initially, this emergency meeting was called for uh, back on Tuesday, uh, and the initial email said to discuss the employment history of a particular person or corporations, and then went on to say about documents that I released that were privileged, uh, were confidential. Well, these aren't confidential. Mm-hmm. These are third parties, mm-hmm. third parties to the city. Um, right. And then... The public notice came out and said the purpose of the meeting was to go into executive session to discuss proposed pending or current litigation. Right, right. Or that language. Mm-hmm. And so I sent an email and said, look, 
somebody needs to clarify. I don't know what, you know, current proposed or what litigation you're talking about. Right. I asked, you know, Ken Mix and the attorney before the meeting I said, during open session is, right. has there been a new lawsuit? Mm-hmm. And the answer is no. Mm-hmm. So there was nothing new. Right. So why the emergency meeting? I suspected mm. it was to get at these documents and to talk about these documents, uh, which are not executive session material. Mm-hmm. They're right. not privileged communications. Right. They're not um, documents that shouldn't be presented to the public. So I, I brought that up and I made it clear that if it was off topic, mm-hmm. under the open meetings law, we have a duty to report out. Sure. And I also said in my email a couple days ago that I suspect that there would be another attack on the city attorney mm-hmm. by councilman only as it happened previously. Mm-hmm. And he's just attacked him. And right. that's what he does. Mm-hmm. And that's, attack- what, that's what he did. So when one attacks somebody profusely, is that because there's they're looking to cover something up, in your opinion? Or, I mean, now that I this has been revealed. Them. Again, a lot of people are going to ask questions. Yeah. All right. I'm asking questions. I'm learning about this at the same time. I met with a, a bunch of people on this who said, about this. That's when I reached out to you. And I said, boy, there's a lot of things here, but a lot of things just don't make any sense. And I keep coming back to the original guy that owns it. And that's, of course, is Mike, whose reputation, you know, by allowing this deed to begin with, bolsters the price up because he's dividing it amongst two people. This is the way people look at it, by the way. So then it becomes, okay, you're going way over market value, but now we find out months later when, by the way, most people thought that the golf course thing was done and over with, and now it comes back only to find out that this deed was more was doubled and that both uh, both parties Dude, actually sure, yeah. split the split the difference yeah, here. Yeah, sp- split the deal right down the middle. Um, that's, I, 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 I'm baffled. You know, I, again, I, an analogy is Watergate. You know, there's initial rest and everything, and it right. goes quiet for a while, and then right, all right. of a sudden it balloons out. Right, right, right. Kind of w- w- what happened. Right. I mean, right, right, right. All right. Well, all right. So seven five five twelve forty is the number. I think a lot of people are just digesting it. The other question is a special session on on Friday afternoon. Is that a little you know weird or what? Three o'clock. Well, I mean, let the public read into that. I mean, it, this was not a needed special session. This was again what I suspected. It was to specifically talk about these documents. Right. Right. But I, but it backfired though, Jeff. Am I right or wrong on that? I yeah, because now I got to report it out. This is almost similar to what Trump's going through in in Georgia, and that if you're going to allow him to have a trial, then he's going to have his own side of the story. It's, it might reveal more than you want. So I think that's what happened here. Am I am I saying yeah, that correctly? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, it's clear to me that there are members of council that did not want these documents out, and. I think the public should know everything, but they didn't want it. Hi, you're on the air. You have a question for the mayor. Dallas. (laughs) Hi, you're on the air. Come on, are you there? Hey, yeah, you're talking about the... um... Yeah, talk up, my friend. Talk up much louder. Excuse me, I I had swallowed something wrong. Oh, okay. So, talking about the... The stuff where uh, councilman only yeah. is who knows what he's doing, but it doesn't appear to be upfront and and above board and and ethical. There was a video up the other day where the um, the city attorney, Mr. Bullard, yeah, there was a question raised about uh, Mr. Only's involvement in the the golf course, and right. he. He says, it's on record, if you watch the video, he says that 
he was in talks with Mr. Samale prior to becoming councilman hmm. about purchasing the Watertown Golf Course, okay. which he's, Mr. Samale is not an owner of. And then he went on to say that after he was elected, he continued to have those talks with Mr. Samale and then involved Mr. Lundy. Hmm. So yeah, he said, he, at, he said that at an you, open I meeting. Mean, and he regularly professes how good of a friend he is with Mr. Samale. Interesting. Yeah. All right, thank you, my friend. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go only because you have a bad buzz yeah, in your so, life. So, yeah, he, he has said that at an open meeting, uh, and, and that's on. you can go back to the Steve Weed. Uh, he also said in an email that he was negotiating with Mike Lundy, which that's not, he shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are things that he has said. Right. And I, I remind everybody, and, and uh, he, he shouldn't even have voted on this deal. Remember, he was party to a lawsuit against the city. Well, the blade of grass. For the golf course with. Phil Samayo. Right, right. So Phil and PJ are partners. Mm-hmm. Or Phil and uh, um, Cliff are partners. They're buddies. I mean, Cliff says all the time what good friends he's with. I mean, I don't, for all I know, he's down at Key West on Phil's boat hanging out the way <laughs> he talks about how good friends they are. I don't know. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, I'd like to wade in here. Danny Francis. Hey, Mr. Francis. How are you, sir? Hey, Mr. Francis, you know what? Yeah. I, I got to tell you this. Yeah. Because uh, you'll appreciate this. I had the distinct honor, and I'm telling you an honor, that last night I had the opportunity to go. Uh, I was invited to the uh, 301st uh, uh, Infantry Regiment uh, 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 dinner where these gentlemen get together. And, and the guest speaker was uh, Gary Michael Rose, Vietnam that. Most recent Medal of Honor recipient uh, just a few years ago. A- and I got to meet this gentleman. Uh, I got to uh, be with uh, also uh, uh, just uh, actually just retired a year ago, uh, African uh, 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 AFRICOM commander uh, uh, Steve Townsend. But I got to meet this gentleman, and I'm telling you what a humbling experience. What an honor to be at the same table, not alone just to talk to and meet and interact with somebody that received the nation's highest award, the Medal of Honor. I, I mean, it was, was amazing. Was Danny. that the guy that, that uh, Joe Biden walked away from after he put his... Uh, no, 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 oh, no, okay, it wasn't sorry. this gentleman. Yeah, he gotcha. he, he, uh, he right. was awarded, uh, let me pull it up here. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Gary Rose, Vietnam vet, and uh, God... What year was this? Um, when, he, when he was in the... Uh, it, it, President yeah. Trump gave him the award. Oh, but, okay. Uh, but, I mean, what what an unbelievable honor. Sure. He got it for a service in Vietnam. So well, there you go. Well, Danny, I, so, I'm, yeah, go. I, I had to tell you that because you triggered my memory, Danny. Yeah, of course, I, of sorry. He's an, he's, I hope he's, I didn't He's a Marine forever, off. and it, he had two, two three tours. Yeah. Just a couple of, this is more of an observation and some opinion, but really... Uh, based upon what, what I'm listening to on the show, and I appreciate your information. you got some good data there. Okay. If, if, if there was nothing, quote, illegal or unlawful, and that, that's not what it appears to be, at least I haven't heard anybody say that, it was kind of crappy deal, I think, a lot, of, a lot of the citizens think. That brings me to my question is, what can the public do about it other than just complain? Well, I, I think it, uh, the question is, and this is that, but done in the past, is the court could go undo the deal. 
at least the deed restriction portion. And the question that I have, and I'm not making the accusation, uh, but when you say nothing illegal, I know that based on the transcript, there was a representation made to the court of a a deed restriction of $850,000. The document, the closing document that was the city got accidentally said that that wasn't a true statement. So that there could be some problems there for somebody. Would that, it, it, I, I'm just tossing this on the table. Would yeah, that do it to just a typographical error? Uh, what, ha- the half of the $3.4 million? I suppose. I mean, $1.7 million to eight fifty. Well, the, di- not e- the numbers are not even close to each other on a, on a keyboard. The numbers are not close, but the way they were presented on two different documents, could that just been erroneous entries on the two documents? No, no uh, Dan, I'm sure the documents will be posted, but it, it's clear. It says, it spells out $1.7 million, and it says it in the sum of, um, uh, and, and it's got it in parentheses, and it's $1.7 million did, 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 did someone put into escrow. Did someone think, I don't know who that someone is, uh, think that this would never be made public? That's, that, uh, that's yes. a good question. Yeah. Boy. So, so, Dan, back to your question, Let me, because I'm looking at the document right now. This is like, what's my line? Not only is it typed out, the sum of $1,700,000, then it's put in, in numeric form. So it's put in two forms. Hmm. So when you say accidentally, they typed out the wording, and then put it in numeric form of okay. dollar sign one comma seven seven. So seven, three and four. Yeah. 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 I just want. I just wanted to raise that point because yeah. I'm not. I'm not looking at it obviously. So I guess the. I forgot what I, what my question was. The question was: Is did somebody not want this to come out? Right. And the answer to that is absolutely. Yeah, did somebody not want this to be made public, and if so, why? The answer to the first question, in my opinion, is yes, absolutely, and I think the answer to the second question is obvious because. There was such an overpayment, and was this a gift to somebody? Hmm. The next logical question is who and why. Well, the the, the architect of the deal was Phil Sameo, and and uh, you'd have to ask him and Mr. Lundy. Hmm. All right, Danny, does that answer your question? I, d- I don't Only know. Only because the buzz is driving yeah. me nuts. Not your fault. Yeah, it does. Uh, but I appreciate you coming on, and I, I there's just a lot of unanswered questions. And yeah. My basic question is, what the hell can the public do about this now? Well, the public, at the very minimum, the public should have known from day one what the deal was because it was public dollars. Okay, well, we didn't, so the point is, what, what is there yeah. any recourse now? Yeah, there's an election coming up, as oh, Judge McCluskey course, yeah, said. I got, I got that part, yeah. but it's too bad we can't dismiss all of them. Yeah. Interesting. All right, thanks. Yeah, thank. Appreciate it very much. All right, Have thanks, nice Dan. Day. All right, that's, uh, that's Dan, Dan Francis. So, like you said, you've been in politics more than... You said Eight, six, uh, this would be uh, two years with the county. Yeah, though. but you were with the uh, county legislature. Weren't you dancing up on a bar when you were in your 20s? When, you were in, you know, you <laughs> when remember? I was in my 20s, probably. You weren't know, you? Yeah, yeah, well, no, but weren't <laughs> you in a, in, into politics? That was back in the 90s. I'm saying you've been in politics for a lot longer than 16 years. Yeah, I, I mean, Step well, up 18, years, 18 years almost. So to, by the time I get done, it will be 18 years in elected office. And, and then when I, was in, when I was in college, I worked for uh, John McHugh. And you weren't a, like I, I forget. I thought you were like a, an, an alderman, or I thought you were something or other. No, supervisor. I was with the county. Right, but when was that? That was more... that was back in ninety three. All right, but you weren't elected 90... official. You're saying yeah, I was elected. So then, my God, your your career has been a lot longer than sixteen years. Well, I mean, total years in office. Oh, but cheap. Yeah, but look, uh, I've done things longer. Yeah. Right, right. Well, I'm just trying to expand upon the, you know your your years of duty. There's uh, there's a huge difference. 
755-1240. So, you know, Danny Francis comes up with, what do we do, what do, we do about this? If we just bitch about it on the hotline and live at five show for, the, for ad nauseum or what? No, I, I think that there's a couple things. Number one is, is, was there a misrepresentation to the court? I don't know that answer. Number two is, um, can the city get back uh, if they overpaid for a deed restriction and that can they get back money on that? Uh, I guess another question is, is what if the state comptroller came in and looked at this deal and, and you know, uh, said, is this an appropriate use of money or spending? I mean, they just, the state, state comptroller looks at that stuff all the time. Right. What if the attorney general comes in and looks at the court aspect or the deal aspect? Um, and then as, as Judge McCluskey said, is the, the other consequence is, is the election. Uh, so, right, right. you know, people that don't want the public to know, want to push things through and, and give their friends, uh, you know. What does this do for the mayoral race? Millions of dollars. Um, well, that's up to the public. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're in the air. Hi, Dallas. Hello. I know there's someone there. Hello. Hey, you're on. You're on. Go. Hey, how you doing, Glenn? Good, good, my friend. Hey, I got a question to ask you guys. Not a question. I want you to a- answer for next week if you can. I want to know what the mayor, uh, mayor uh, not Smith, but Graham, had said about the other day on his recording that um, why don't we build some houses up there at the old, uh, the old uh, Mercy Center for real people? What's the difference of real people and, <laughs> and low-income people? Are we're all the same, aren't we? Well, kind of. And I heard him say that, but I, 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 I think he was characterizing people that are not necessarily low-income. But yes, we're all in the same boat together in many respects. I appreciate that. I've, yeah, go ahead, real quick. Real people come from. We're all the same, right? Um, yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> what about what do you think, Mayor Smith? You think we're all the same or no? I think we're all the same. Of course we some are. Different have, some people have different ethics than others. Right, 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 right. Well, I, I get it, but, but I don't understand what real people is. I, I don't know. I didn't hear the comments, so I, I wasn't. I, I don't. I'm just listening <laughs> you to make you a right good now. Point. Very good point. All right, thank you, my friend. Thanks for the call, and uh, have a great weekend. All right, so this wraps up today's show. Uh, final uh, comments from Mayor Jeff Smith. I think that people need to go and uh, look at this information for themselves. Look at the the, the minutes. Look at the uh, Steve Weed production and, right. and and the meetings, and, and and read all of the information. If you want the emails, I'll be happy to give them to you. I've got them, and uh, look at these documents. Uh, when you're making decisions. And I've said this before, elections have consequences. Big vote on Monday. What's your prediction real quick? I am not predicting anything. All right. AM, oh, this Are you one, talking about the lawsuit against uh, no, Mayo no, for not about, uh, paying uh, his taxes? AM 1240 WHN, it makes this legal up next CBS. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Ford has temporarily laid off 600 non-striking workers at its plant in Michigan, and GM could do the same in Kansas City next week as thousands hit the picket lines in three states. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders showed his support for strikers today in Detroit.